How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Bench Warmers Podcast, Week Three. Going to be getting out some, um, you know, some big football talks this week. We're first off going to be talking about the Eagles and the Dolphins, seeing how the two undefeated teams might end up for the rest of the season. Going to be talking about, you know, how they're going to do, what we think the liabilities are, what we think they're going to, you know, how they're going to play in their coming games. Um, after that, we're going to give our weekly takes, like the games last week, just give you know, you guys some light recaps and. When we talk about those, we're going to try and keep it kind of short. But if there's a game that we really like, you're like, you know, big things happen. We'll break it down a little bit more. And then to finish it up, we're going to talk about fantasy and maybe some quick fire offs for takes that we have on the games this weekend. So, Austin, Cam, how are you guys feeling? Feeling good? Feel amazing. Excited yeah. to get going. Excited to talk about Yeah, I mean – a little, a bit of a disappointing week for me personally, but <laughs> yeah, fantasy. I, I actually won all. I won five of my matchup matchups, but lost the only league that really matters. It's like my big. Yeah, league, I, uh, that's okay. I went zero and four this week, and I took some bets that I thought were complete locks, <laughs> and we all uh, have. they just didn't turn out. You know how. Uh, so they were Yeah, I took I took the Chiefs, the Eagles, and. Um, Crap, I forget the other team. But it was a it was the Chiefs, the Eagles, and I think maybe the Dolphins. They made the Bills. A, yeah, it was the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Bills, which you know, two of them lost. So I had a two-week parlay where I had Bills money line both weeks. So week two and last week, and then I had the Chiefs this week, all money lines. Uh not a huge payout, but I was like, oh, this should be an easy, easy lock. Some would think. And but... uh, you know, I just not just didn't go well so yeah all right well let's get started talking about the eagles and the dolphins right now um whether we think i mean do you guys think they're legit you think they're gonna bust do you think they're playoff contenders super bowl contenders what are you guys Um, thoughts i mean so i think both of them are definitely playoff contenders i think at this point if one of these teams doesn't make the playoffs, it would almost be disappointing because what are they both like three and right now? So yep. there'd have to be, I feel like something, something happened for one of these teams to not at least make playoffs. Um, but as far as like Super Bowl contenders, I'm, I'm, I don't know about Miami, but I definitely do feel like the Eagles have shown a lot. And I think they have it on the offensive end. They have it on the defensive end. They've shown that they can be explosive, which is like, when you get to the playoffs, you're playing the teams like Kansas City, like the Bills, those are explosive teams. So I think the Eagles have a chance to match the explosiveness, and I like what I see so far. Um, you know, maybe we wait and see what they can do against really, really good teams, those top-tier teams, to, before yeah, we really uh, say if they're Super Bowl contenders. But I do like say, the Eagles uh, so far this year. I'm looking at their uh, schedule right now, just trying to see, like, what matchups, you know, they might end up losing. Honestly, I feel like the Eagles have a very easy schedule. They do. It is relatively easy. Yeah. I'm, that's... I'm looking at the Dolphins' schedule right now, too. Their next string of games, Bengals, Jets, Vikings, Steelers, Lions, Bears. Like, mm. I, it seems like both teams – I mean, then then they play the Texans, the 49ers. Dolphins, Chargers, good game. Dolphins, Bills, probably a good game. Even the Packers may be a good game yeah. and they finish with the Patriots and the Jets, dude. I think I don't, Miami so, just looks like they have a walk the rest of the season. They do, but um, I don't see them beating the Bills again, honestly. I feel like in that game that, you know, this weekend, there was – the refing was just horrendous. They're like – I saw a couple of the highlights that, you know, some pages posted. And, you know, I, I was watching Red Zone again, so I only got bits and pieces of it. But there was a couple of plays where they called, like, like pass interference on like on the Bills or, like or – like, um, What's it called? Uh, P- targeting, targeting. Like when they lower their helmets into it. Oh yeah. And then um, there was one of the other plays where like, the Bills, like you know, like the Bills made a clean tackle. They called it PI or targeting. And then one of the next, like, the very next drives, uh, I think it was Christian Wilkins. One of their D tackles came flying across, lowered his helmet right into like the uh, right into the Bills, like receivers sorry my phone's going crazy right now right into the bills receivers had helmet and they didn't call anything yeah there's also a lot of bills injuries i feel like right like i don't know any like i don't know all of them but i I remember hearing something about how they're pretty injured this game so it's like yeah i i feel like in the games coming up i see i the eagles and dolphins are both i would say legit teams 
But the Eagles haven't really had a huge matchup yet. I mean, they played the Eagles week one. That was a close game, very close game considering. The Eagles and the Vikings, that's a pretty good game. Just I feel like the Vikings offense wasn't where they should have been. And then yeah. Eagles commanders is a joke. Like, yeah. no, everyone knows the commanders are shit. So not a lot of takes for that. And then as for the Dolphins, I mean, I think it, it comes down to Tua. No, that's very true. Where, I, I mean, mean, same thing. Same thing with the Eagles that coming down to Jalen Hurts if he can continue to play this way. Like uh, one of the other things I want to talk about is that the you know even if the Eagles let's say don't don't necessarily have a big playoff run this year or win the Super Bowl, you know it's it's still a bit of a stretch to be making those calls now, but mm-hmm. their future is looking very bright. They have I, I think I saw they have like they had a lot of picks coming up. Yeah, so they have I think it's about forty to fifty million cap space, which means they have. A lot of space to sign another big, another big talent. They have a, a lot of young talent on their team. I mean, AJ Brown's still fairly young. Um, let's see, Jalen Hurts, obviously very young. He's only been in the league three years now, I think, two or three years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then Devonta Smith. I mean, slim reaper for a reason. He had a huge week this week. I, I think he's going to start showing out. Uh, Jalen Hurts has hundred percent improved his passing. I think his passing yes. was looking great this week. I mean, this entire year, huge update, huge upgrade from last year. So hopefully it is an improvement. And then also the two first round picks. I mean, yeah. that's that's a lot of talent they can get. I mean, there's always bust potential. But if they if they make those picks worth it, I see an Eagles Super Bowl in the next in the coming years. Maybe even the, the Eagles the other side of the Eagles ball too, their defense is really solid. They're, I mean, that game mm-hmm. against the Vikings where Cousins threw to Slay literally every time, kind of embarrassing on the Vikings part. But I mean, that defense is still very strong. And I like if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm very confident like if my team doesn't go down and score, I'm confident that my defense is getting stops and putting my offense back in the position where Hurts can just run things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love what I'm seeing so far. Um, exciting so also, team to watch too. Oh, very exciting team. A lot, a lot of electric players. Um, the Dolphins' win against the Bills is a huge statement win for them too. Because personally, I I think like many of us, you know, I didn't see the uh, the Dolphins walking away with it. It's no, a very close game. I mean, I really, with calls. And stuff, it could have gone either way. You guys see the video of like the uh, the Bills GM or whoever was sitting up in the booth. Oh, yeah, crazy. That was, I think, um, that I didn't think that conference or division was going to be as tight as it was going to be, but Mm -hmm. I think Miami and Buffalo are now like, all right, who's going to be 1A and who's going to be 1B? Because, yeah, I mean, obviously, both playoff teams as they are now, but um, I think that they're going to be fighting for that, that top spot. So yeah. I, especially for like for the seeds too. I mean, the next time they match up, it's going to be like the real tell of it. Cause if it wasn't, you know, maybe a fluke game for the bills, but I was also going to say the heat in Miami plays a big role. Oh, it was like Diggs was like cramping up or something like that. Yeah, the same. I mean, it's the same way that when you go play up in uh, Denver, a lot of teams struggle because they're not adjusted to the altitude. They haven't trained yeah. there. So that could be part of it. You know, it is early season and for it to be that hot and the players to be used to Buffalo where it's, yeah, I mean, it gets warm, but it, it's, you know, cool. It's down. nice it's here, right? Or it's nice there at this time of year, like but no, I, at, the end, degrees, you know? at the end of the game, you see them, just like all the players, like there was four or five of the guys that they just showed on camera that were collapsed at the end of the game, just lying down. I mean, and it's, everyone it's hard them to adjust water. to that. It's really yeah. hard to adjust to that. It was brutal. And then we saw that in the Tampa Bay and uh, Packers game too. Yes. It looked like they were struggling. So, yeah. Do we think uh, Tua's concussed? He probably um, is, right? Actually, I, like, I, I have something about his status earlier. Um, I mean, I he like, tried to get up and like just fell. So I'm like, yeah, and he just started stumbling. Like one of his offensive linemen had to grab him and hold him up. But I mean, he he ended up finishing out the game. Well, they're like they're investigating if they actually even put him through concussion protocol. I did see that. So that. That could have a big effect on you know the Dolphins' schedule coming up because if Tua misses time or like let's say the coach or whoever gets suspended for letting him play when he shouldn't be playing, that's a big deal for the NFL right now. Yeah, so. I don't know how strict they would make that punishment, but with how serious they take head injuries and stuff like that nowadays, I could see them kind of cracking down hard on them for mm-hmm. that. So I, no, I got a report five hours ago: uh, Dolphins QB Tua uh, back ankle, nothing about concussion. 
So. I did see they tried to they tried to play it as a, a back injury, which is but like yeah, he's sh- like shaking his head, his head. And like yeah, he's like, like when like somebody off. takes a blow to the head and they like they kind of like shake their head to kind of like shake it off a little bit. Like it wasn't a lower back thing, no. so I don't know. But I guess we'll we'll see moving forward. But at the end of the day, do you guys think that either one of these teams are Super Bowl contenders, given the other teams in their conference? Um, I personally just think the the bills in the playoffs are taking both of them um uh, you know i just i would love to see like a bills eagles super bowl mm-hmm. but um i think unfortunately for miami i don't think they're getting through kansas city and i don't think they're getting through buffalo in the playoffs yeah i absolutely so agree. i could see a deep run definitely playoff um but i don't think uh i don't think miami's making it to the bowl yeah um I on think- the flip side though i think the eagles um, you know, their, their season, their matchups are pretty easy. They could have a really good record. They could get the one seed. I mean, one of the only two undefeated teams, uh, if they go into it with a lot of momentum, um, I think they have a better shot at making a deeper playoff run and, or making it to the Super Bowl, personally. Yeah. I know. I, I agree with everything you just said. I feel like the, uh, the Dolphins, I don't see them beating up like you know, like you just said, the Chiefs and Bills especially. But there's a lot of scary teams on the uh, on the East Conference, so or the AFC. And then as with the, the NFC, the NFC is weak this year, man. I was like, just gonna say the yeah. teams that I was thinking about in the NFC that I was like, oh, maybe you know they're gonna be the Vikings, not looking great. No, because Kirk Cousins can't perform in like you know the, the huge games. Los Angeles, not looking great. Yeah, yeah, the Rams aren't looking great either. The Bucks aren't looking good either. Granted, they have a lot of they, they have a lot of injuries. Three starting wide receivers, boy, I just feel like in general, it's just not just looking good on the side so, of the conference. The East is just so strong this year. Yeah, I can see the I can see the Eagles easily being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, but we shall see moving forward. So, time to get into the uh, weekend games recaps. So, starting out, we're just going to go right down the list of how the games happened. Browns and Steelers first up. Um, the Browns ended up taking it. Um, close game, but, I mean, both the quarterbacks sucked, really. I mean. Yeah. Oh, Brissette <laughs> doesn't look bad, actually. Like, I remember actually, I was yeah, no, watching the game. No, you're, you're, sorry. I mean, obviously not, like, you know, he's not, like, top tier. He's just – he is what he is. He's average at best. But – he, I mean, it looks like him and Amari Cooper have, a, you know, a decent amount of chemistry going on. They look good. Obviously, the running backs are great. So, yeah, um, yeah. The only thing I really have to say is that the Browns do look a little bit better than I thought they would be with Prasad at QB. So that's a good sign for them. But yeah, and we got to keep in mind the score of that game too, because the the Browns got a last second touchdown because the uh, the Steelers were trying to make something happen, and Najee ended up fumbling, and then the Browns mm-hmm. scored off that because the ball was just like free in the end zone. So that game. Looking at the score, it doesn't look that close. But that game was a lot closer than like the initial thoughts. Yeah. But um, the Steelers need a new quarterback. The Steelers need a new quarterback. I said, yeah, they do. I want to see Pay unleashed. They yeah. right out of my mouth. I think at this point they might as well. Like Trubisky has not been getting it done. That offense is loaded with weapons, but has not been performing. Um, and then real quick, People just. Just not doing anything, really. No, it, I feel like he really hasn't been getting targeted. But someone that has been doing something is Pickens. That catch, that catch this weekend, yeah. oh my, or on Thursday, well, oh my, like one thing I want to you know talk about maybe set straight is that I see a lot of I've seen a lot of posts this week talking about how the uh, the Pickens catch is rivaling Odell's catch, which don't First do not all, get no. No, I, I mean, do not get me wrong. Absolutely insane catch. Like he, he was fading back. He snagged it with one hand, you know, just jumping around. It was an insane play to have. But you also have to keep in mind, like watching that Odell play, it was P.I. He's getting thrown back, and Odell literally caught it with three fingers for a touchdown in a big, in a big like, point to score. People, people were taking that picture and using it for years after that. After oh. I saw a couple things on Instagram, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any more about that catch. So you still well, yeah. phenomenal yeah. catch, really. The whole yeah. but it's the I don't whole think it Kobe thing. possibly catch of the year, but yeah, it was great. But like it's like the whole Kobe thing when you shoot a you know something in the trash, you say Kobe. It's like 
anytime somebody throws something, you try to catch it. What does somebody yeah, say? You like, oh, Odell. Yeah, you, you snag it up in the air, like behind your head. You're like, oh, like Odell. Like, mm-hmm. So I just feel like the stigma around Odell is too big. It, it was a better catch in general. But props to Pickens, man. I'm excited to see how that. Yeah, that, that was that was a crazy uh, that was a crazy play. Yeah, um, and then we can touch over this game briefly because I know we we just kind of talked about it. But Bills and Dolphins, huge win for Miami. Refs were terrible. You know they were kind of they weren't favoring Miami, but a lot of the calls they had hurt the Bills. Um, I you know I feel like that that could have been the Bills game easily, but no no knock against the Dolphins. So. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, uh, Bengals and Jets. About time the Bengals got up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Burrow was good, but had nothing I think it's crazy. Yeah, I, I'd hope so. I mean, we all know Joe Burrow's a good quarterback, so we want to see him do well. But honestly, their running back, their run game is the thing that's struggling right now. Mixon yeah. has not been looking good at all. I don't, they don't have a Samaj P. Ryan's their number two, and I think he. Pro, I think he had less carries than Mixon, but more yards. So I feel like they really good at the end. Yeah, really, yeah, really upset with Mixon this year. If I'm being honest, considering he was that, I really was thinking that you know this was gonna be his year. He's a top five fantasy running back. Um, He was going fairly early in drafts, but like in fantasy and like on the field, just doesn't feel like he's been doing that much. Now I don't know if that's uh, again, I, I'm watching a lot of red zone, not focusing on that game. So I don't see everything they're doing with him, but I just, I feel like he's not getting as utilized as he could be, especially with um, some injuries on that Bengals team. So, yeah, I, I mean, two of their stars didn't show up that week, that like last night or sorry, not last night, this weekend on Sunday, but um, like Chase only had 30 yards. He, yeah, he got a touchdown down. to save his week. But Been mean, noticing uh, a couple of drops from him, too. Really? Um, I did not see that. I, I don't I, – I was going to say, I think I saw something. He's getting pretty standard targets, but it looks like he's get, uh, having some drops, too. Now, like I said, I'm not watching the games, so I don't know if he's just getting, you know, blasted and he's dropping the ball. But Yeah, I, I think he only had, like – he only had six catches for, like, 30 yards. Or something like that this week. Yeah. Which one is other ridiculous. quick thing. One yeah, other quick uh, thing six is for ten. So yeah, T. Higgins got absolutely robbed of a touchdown. Like mm. he he had a good first, like really first quarter and a half. He basically did all of his production during that time. But he had like a twenty yard touchdown where he like got his toes down. But for some reason, that stupid rule or where you also have to get your heels down. I don't know. Similar to the Julio Jones too. catch last year. Huh. It was like it was when. I don't know. He caught it and his toes both like hit the ground. And then, so everyone thought it was a touchdown and then they reviewed it. And the ref was like, Oh, he didn't get his heels down. So it wasn't. A touchdown. I feel like that's never been a thing before. We like, the, they, they did the same like the thing to Julio Jones last year. Really? Because for some reason, sideline toe taps is okay. When you're catching a touchdown and you're like, you're on like the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they want you to get your heels down. It makes no sense. It's one of those stupid rules, but so T Higgins, uh, a day where he only had like five catches for ninety something yards could have been could have looked a whole lot better, but he still yeah. played pretty good though. Yeah, I'd say uh, one of the wide receivers that proved his worth to the Bengals is definitely Boyd. He had oh, yeah. he had a hundred something receiving yards. Higgins, obviously, you know he's popped out. Um, he also left the game a little bit early because of an injury. But I looked into a report before you know this recording, and uh, he's all good to go for tomorrow's game. He said that, oh, that- it, it was a toe injury for some reason. I thought he had like a like another head injury. I thought he got like popped on a play, but it, it was did, a pair. He went back in, so yeah. But it, uh, he ended up having a, like a light toe injury. He's been practicing and he's cleared to play. So that's good, good news there. I mean, I was a little bit worried about that, but yeah, I think it's it's also worth mentioning that the reason that uh, Mixon didn't look that good is because I think he also had like an ankle injury. He didn't play at all oh, in like, okay. the end of the third and the whole fourth quarter. That's why P Ryan had a bunch of carries oh, at the end. But that I did not know. But he's also all set to go for tomorrow. So, yeah. Up next, Raiders and Titans. Um, the Raiders are in trouble. The Raiders are not going yes. to start that. You know that we all thought they would have. You know, we we see the big sign with Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. They have a good defense. They have on paper a, a pretty good offense. You know, Derek Carr's a, a good quarterback. I wouldn't say a great quarterback, but I mean they they need to start figuring it out because 
with the conference they're in, the Chargers aren't looking great either. Neither are the Broncos. I was just going to say, yeah, that conference has been disappointing. We talked about them in the first episode, and we hyped the shit out of them. And then yeah. now, like, three of the teams don't even look good, and Kansas City just lost to the Colts. So it's like, yeah. is that division that, as strong yeah. as, <laughs> yeah, is it that you know? Hindsight's 2020. Mm-hmm. A, a, but, a positive um, out of the Raiders, though, um, Devontae Adams is at a touchdown in every game. Yeah, I mean, I I, has, I, yep. I thought last week he didn't have one. Looking at it I right mean, now, that is that is good. But like, I feel like they'd rather not be zero and three. Yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, I, it was a close. It, it was a close loss for them. But on the upside, every game Titans, close. Derrick Henry actually did something. Thank God. Say, Titans could upset a couple of teams this year. I feel like. Oh yeah. They're not a terrible team. Like I'd say they're a middle of the pack team, but they have Derrick Henry, who's one of the best running backs in the league. And then mm-hmm. outside of that, I think if their team clicks, then yeah, they're gonna upset some teams. Yeah. But I mean, I hope to see Las Vegas, you know, come back. But I honestly at this point, like starting out 0-3 is such a tough spot to dig yourself out of, especially with the yeah. other contenders in the, in the AFC. The other thing too is like, what do you need to add to that team to make them start winning games? Because I, I feel mean, like they've got all the pieces. They, yeah, they have Waller, Adams. I mean, I'm not very high on Josh Jacobs, but he's not a terrible running back to have. Derek Carr, not a, not a terrible quarterback to have. I'd be happy with Derek Carr, uh, with Derek Carr and a lot of other teams. And the Raiders have been high. He's been in the league for a while now. I always forget how long Derek Carr has played. But I remember being a kid and like just starting to watch. I shouldn't say just starting to watch football, but like just starting to get into football and seeing Derek Carr out there. He's yeah, been there I for mean, a minute, yeah. I don't know if it's their defense because I really don't pay attention too much to Las Vegas games, but it seems like on paper their roster looks really solid and they're just not getting it done. So yeah. maybe it's a coaching thing where they just have to figure it out and they'll you know bounce back maybe a third of the way or halfway through the year and then they'll start figuring it out. The way it looks now, they're not a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, Love I think when it, comes, when it comes to the defense, I think they get to the QB well and they have a lot of good rushers, but after that, I don't think their defense is really that good. I think that's what the issue is. So, they're secondary. Yeah. I know they're offensive wise. A, oh yeah. You know he's a good safety for him, but other than that, I'm not yeah. too sure who else. And O line is also not good for them either. Their O line no. is not very good. Yeah. So. All right. So up next, like kind of a mid game, but it was the uh, Panthers and Saints. Uh, Saints are looking. You know, I, I guess I didn't have super high expectations for them this year, but they just lost to the Panthers. Um, Jameis actually had 353 passing yards, which isn't terrible. But he's a gunslinger. Did, yeah, he's a gunslinger, but I, I just feel like he's not making plays happen. He's actually like – he threw two interceptions with one touchdown in the game, and those interceptions cost them big. I mean, if he doesn't even throw one of those, that game could go in a completely different direction. Yeah, that was um, a very Jameis Winston type game, but yep. <laughs> but Chris Olave did look very good though. I will. Say I, that. I was going to say that he's looking dangerous right now. He's getting he's getting a lot of targets. I want to say he got fourteen, 13, targets, I think, for two thirteen weeks in or fourteen. Now. Yeah, so he's looking. I mean, I, I know Michael Thomas is there, but I feel like Olivia is just getting all the targets, which is something that you know you love to see. He, he was one of the guys going super late in drafts that people were like saying he he could good that he could do good things, but no one knew his potential. So I'd love to see him keep it going. Yeah. Um, and then just to touch on Baker Mayfield a little bit. Um, he sucks. <laughs> he, was, he was 12 for 25 with 170 yards. That's just embarrassing. Horrific game. Like, I, I'm shocked they won. You know, their defense showed up for them. Bro, so. everyone everyone was saying Baker Mayfield was an upgrade for DJ Moore and an upgrade for Christian McCaffrey. Dude, he's literally killed their fantasy value. Like, they are not <laughs> – obviously, Christian McCaffrey is going to start him, but, like, DJ Moore has had, what, like, one catch from two games so far? And then – Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't look good for that them. McCaffrey might be hurt again? Yeah. Injury? No way. Sure. He's I, never I, hurt. I saw him make, like, a joke about it. Saying that you know, whenever he goes to the bathroom, he's like injury prone or something like that. That's true, yeah. So uh, I'm not sure the severity of it, but hope he gets well. No one wants to see their you know the first or second overall pick get hurt. Talking about but, running backs in that game, Kamara didn't look amazing no. either. He Kamara has not done good. anything this season. I was going to say is, most of the season he hasn't looked great. No, I, I mean it's disappointing to see. 
because especially as we got closer to the NFL season, you know, a lot of drafts happen within the first, you know, within the week or two before the season starts. And his fantasy value for some, like skyrocketed. I, I think at one point he was going like the fifth or sixth rounds. Yeah. At like like middle to even towards the end of the summer. And then around the time, a lot of my drafts, he was going, he was projecting for like early second round, even the first round. I know some guys that took him in the first round. It's just yep. not looking good for those people. So, all right. So moving on to the next team, Ravens and Patriots. Um, oh. I personally feel like overall the, the Ravens are looking good. Lamar's looking like he does, he, like he needs to be paid. MVP. Um, he needs to yeah. be paid. I think I, I think if the Ravens keep on pushing the way they have and he keep and obviously Lamar keeps on producing like I think he will, then I could easily see him for MVP because I feel like he doesn't have a stack team. Yeah. I don't know necessarily um, if like they're gonna be a tough like they're always gonna be a tough team, but I don't think they're like a Super Bowl contender. No. They I mean I think there we go ahead, Cam. I was going to say, I think they're one of those teams that can at any moment beat any team, but I don't know if they can string it all together and beat, you know, win like five games in a row or whatever they need to do to, to make it to the Super Bowl and win. So, yeah. I don't know. I will um, say um, Patriots looked not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the Mac Jones uh, injury looked pretty unideal. It's Brian Hoyer yeah. season, you know what I'm uh, I was actually right about to bring that up. I was going to say that uh, the Patriots did put up a really good fight. I mean, I feel like for a lot of that game, it was a close game. I mean, the Ravens were kind of in control, but they showed a lot of fight and potential to make that game closer than it was. I don't, I forgot what the end of and, what the end score. You know, I think it was like thirty-seven to something. But as as a Patriots fan, that's that's kind of nice, you know, to see that your team still got some fight in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we're a team that could upset a middle of the pack team. Um, a lower high quality team. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, you're not going to be beating Bills. You're not going to be beating Kansas Jeez. City. You're not going to be beating yeah. Miami. You're not going to be beating the Eagles. You're not going to be beating um, probably the Chargers even. So you say that. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll see, dude. The Chargers oh, just so disappointed with that they team. Right been now. Good, yeah. I just also wanted right. to give some quick Mark Andrews love because, you know, it's consensus to talk about Kittle and Kelsey to be like the two top tight ends in the league, but I mean, dude, Mark Andrews is that guy. And he's, I think it's he's Andrews really good. I think it's yeah, Andrews yeah. over Kittle, dude. Oh, definitely yeah, Andrews definitely. over Kittle. No, I, definitely not over Kelsey. I just feel like what that man has been doing is just yeah. claimed his spot as the number one, but moving forward, definitely better than Kittle. Definitely better than Kittle. Um, just a quick like little update for Mac Jones' injury. So they said that they're going to release something for the injury report on Friday. So we'll have a better idea of what ends up happening then. Um, which, I mean, just play it by ear, I guess. I mean, as a Patriots fan. It's, it's tough. I like the kid. I, I do like the kid, but, I mean, do you guys see him staying in the Patriots for a no. while? Three three I years was, at most. I was just going to say, I, I, I love Mac Jones, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to get you there if your aspirations are to be a Super Bowl contender. I just yeah. – yeah, the times of having somebody like a Joe Flacco lead your team to a Super Bowl win – I don't. I think you to win a Super Bowl nowadays, you have to have one of the top two QBs. You, you have to have an elite so, quarterback. Like something else, I want to say is I think it's time for the Patriots to stop being the Patriots. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> I think, I think Belichick needs to go. I think his oh. son can't be the head coach. And I think as an organization, you have to start looking at these younger teams and being like, this mm-hmm. is what we have to start pushing towards. You know, you can't do that three running backs and like nobody receivers and like a him ho quarterback and a good defense. Like you got to start what's winning and Belichick's 70, same age as Pete Corral. And, um, or I just, I feel like they just have to switch some stuff up and don't get me wrong. I love bill for what he's done for us is great. I love the organization, but, um, I think we need some serious change, especially moving into the next couple of seasons. So yeah. yeah, I think I think a nice little rebuild wouldn't do you know wouldn't do too much harm for them at this it, point. It's it's just hard. Uh, I know, especially for us three, because um, being a Patriots fan for the last twenty years of my life, um, you know, born into it, it's like I haven't lost ever. Mm-hmm. Like I've never. Yeah, it's I mean, the last general, couple really. seasons, but it's still just it's still setting so in. It's like, our it's, time's it's probably just, over. 
it's just hard to watch that. And everyone knew it was coming, but at this point I say, you know, and I don't know what's going on up there with management, but at this point I'm like, all right, you know, Bill, we love you. We love everything that you've done. We're looking for a young head coach, new game plan, new strategies. Yeah. He's know. old too, dude. Uh, I think he should get 70. out of there and start enjoying it. Like I know yeah. I'm, I'm sure he loves being a coach. I mean, I feel like who wouldn't this especially like, being yeah. one of the greatest coaches of all time. But I, I agree with you there. I don't want um, this kid as a head coach. No. <laughs> no. All right. So next game up, guys, we're gonna move on to the Lions and the Vikings. Um, this is a pretty good game. Honestly, uh the Lions kind of suffered a lot in this one. They had Swift out with an injury. Um, he's not set to play this week. He has see, I wrote it down here somewhere. So Swift has an ankle and a shoulder injury. He came in, he had the ankle injury week two. And then week three is when he got that shoulder injury. And for what I have seen, he is not playing this week. Yeah, so, he's not going to play until week seven because he they have two weeks off and then a bye. So that's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but the Vikings, I mean, Slay shut down Jefferson, like completely. Jefferson did nothing this week. Which, I mean, you know, the Vikings ended up getting the win. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But – it's just tough to see that because, I mean, he struggled week two. He struggled week three. Obviously, week one, he did not struggle. But Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, Thielen looked all right. KJ Osborne had a couple, you know, catches here and there. But Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook had a touchdown this week. Also, I think did he get injured in the fourth quarter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk shoulder about that, dislocation, but... though. Yeah. So, I don't know. I so, think they're a see... toss-up team. Vikings seem like a toss-up team. Yeah, I mean it's we'll see with Kirk. I think they're a play their playoff team or a, a contending playoff team, but just Kirk Cousins has never done anything on the big stage, and I think that's the main thing that Vikings fans should be worried about is that this man has never performed well on the Sunday or Monday night games. He has always choked in the playoffs. They have an explosive team, but he need, he needs to show up for them to do well because, like you said, you need to have a good quarterback to really be competing right now. And you need to have a clutch guy, and I don't think Kirk Cousins is that. So, I agree. All right, so up next, we got the uh, the Colts upsetting the Chiefs. Um, this is a little, you know, like me and Sin are awesome to talked about earlier. We mentioned that we took the Chiefs over the Colts because obviously, who wouldn't in our parlays? And the Chiefs did not look good. I mean, it was kind of just a shit show all around. But on the upside, I am happy the Colts got to win out because yeah. While I feel like they're a middle, they're kind of a middle of the pack team. They have some elite talent there. Um, it was happy to see, you know, Matt Ryan get a win. Um, let's see, Jonathan Taylor, he, he didn't have a terrible week in fantasy, right? I mean, he had a pretty decent Ooh, week. I, I, I think, think he only had 12 points. He was like, oh, okay. he wasn't yeah, Jonathan great, Taylor though. standards. I mean, he had yeah. what, 70 something rush yards. Like, yeah. yeah you, you really want to see more from that. Um, very embarrassing on the Chiefs end, man. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, you know, was watching Red Zone, so I couldn't really break down the game. I watched a couple highlights, but terrible all around. You know, we really expect more from them, so. Yeah. With the Chiefs, I've just been surprised that they haven't had, like, a like a wide receiver that had they've kind of gone to. Obviously, they have Kelsey as a tight end, but he's not really a wide receiver. But, like, I thought it would probably be Juju, but, like, it yeah. seems like it's just, like, whatever random guy Patrick Mahomes decides to throw through, which is a little which, bit of a surprise to me. But. I think that's one of the problems they have with their offense and maybe why Edwards Lair is actually getting more touchdowns right now because probably I, I feel like around the goal line, like, like you just said, he doesn't have like that Tyreek Hill where he it was his go-to guy. Mm-hmm. And I really think it could be Juju because I, I really feel like he's one of the best wide receivers on that team. And that if he's targeted more, he's going to start, you know, producing for his team. Yep. So um, the game after that was the uh, Bears beating the Texans. Um, just to start it out, Justin Fields sucks. Ew, he's, he's in he's in the conversation for like top five, maybe top three worst quarterbacks in the league right now. He was really? he was eight for seventeen with two interceptions. That's just he's disgusting. not that guy. Yeah, he's not that guy. Like I, I remember. I just... Go ahead, Cam. I was going to say, he's, lo- he's lucky Baker Mayfield is still a QB in this league or else he'd be the worst one in the league right now. Yeah. And it's like, I'm a little bit salty because I traded for Darnell Mooney before the season and he has, what, three catches on the year? Like, yeah, when you're completing six passes a game, this offense is going to be rough. So Yeah, and um, one of the biggest, you know, like 
like showouts for the uh, for the Bears was uh, Khalil Herbert. You know, with um, David Montgomery down, Khalil Herbert was filling in, and he looked like a tank, dude. He had twenty runs for one hundred and fifty-seven yards and two touchdowns. He pretty okay. much he single handedly won them that game. I mean, dude, the Texans aren't aren't a good team, but obviously neither are the Bears. But you know, I I feel like that's a that's a, that's a great upgrade. I mean, I saw him get like he got jerked off the white the uh, waiver wires to speak for fantasy because I, I remember trying to get him, and I you know I, I apply you know I I wave I wait for him in a couple of leagues and I didn't get him like I, everyone else before me got to him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think the Bears being two and one. With Justin Fields' pass completions combined for all of those games, not even be old enough to buy alcohol is like pretty. Yeah. It's weird, but like I don't know. I guess they're finding a way to win. Yeah, I mean, if they're winning, then I guess we'll see. Not, I, I feel like they haven't played a great team yet. But um, up next, super quick game because we already kind of talked about it, it was the Eagles and Commanders. Um, Eagles looking elite, Commanders suck. Carson Wentz in that conversation be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. He sucks. If not the worst, um, he's terrible. I guess not. There really isn't too much to say. You know, it was a, I shouldn't say a blowout, but the Eagles just dominated the entire game. Um, yeah. One of the biggest highlights I know we mentioned it earlier was definitely Devonta Smith balled out. I hope to see more from him. But as for not necessarily an exciting game, but definitely love to see it was the uh, Jags and Chargers game, and the Jags blew out the Chargers. I love the Jaguars, and I haven't said that any year before this. <laughs> I love the Jaguars. I think it's awesome that their offense is starting to click, which is something we mentioned last week, too, is that mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is figuring out their game. They're figuring out their scheme. They have a, you know, a much better than uh, – a much better coach this year than Urban Meyer. Yeah, I right. think not, not this year, um, maybe not even next year, but two years out, I think the Jaguars – turn into a legit team, assuming there's yeah. no serious injuries. Um, Kirk established himself as that guy on the team. He's getting targets. He's getting points. Yeah, that's um, what they paid him for. So. Grabbing balls, like, pause. Um, Whoa, what? <laughs> I, I think, honestly, like, I really enjoy watching them play, and I think – or I don't think – they've got young talent there, and I like – I really like their uh, – I like their roster. Yep, I, yeah. I, I like their scheme, too. It fits them. Yeah, quick shout out to James Robinson too, dude. An undrafted guy, torn Achilles, and he's he's literally looking like he hasn't even missed a step. Yeah, everyone no, thought it was ETN's team to be the running back for, but James Robinson has looked really good, and I think that like he deserves a lot more respect for that because uh, coming back yeah. from an injury like that. What I was gonna bring up, uh, I was looking at, like the uh, like, like the stats for this game actually, and um, one thing that's a I shouldn't say a little bit surprising because it's only week three. But um, Robinson and ATN are kind of splitting reps. Robinson only had four more carries than ATN. And it, uh, Robinson had like 100-something rushing yards, obviously, much better than ATN's. But most of those rushing yards came on that one breakout run, which I think yeah, was big 50, 40 or 50 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you take away that run, and James Robinson has more carries for around the same yards as ATN. Which, I mean, it's something to worry about. I feel like Robinson definitely deserves the RB1 at this point. I feel like ATN has, hasn't shown anything good. I think he's only shown negatives like those two weeks and or those those two drops in week one that would have resulted in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see more from him coming forward. I'm, I'm rooting for James Robinson personally. But um, up next, we got the Rams and the Cardinals. Um, one thing that, was, that I saw that was very funny about this game for the uh, stats is that neither quarterback threw a touchdown. Yeah, I thought Cooper Cup's touchdown was catching, and I found out after the game that he actually ran for it. I was like, what? Yeah. But which is really disappointing to see. I mean, I think the Rams still likely make the playoffs. They still have a good team and the shittier side of the conferences. But I just don't I don't see them making a play. I don't think I don't see them making a uh, Super Bowl push given mm-hmm. you know the Eagles. I you know the Bucks, while they're not playing great right now. I think it's a very tough Stafford team. just Stafford just doesn't look like you what he looked like last year. No, I mean, he, he's coming off that shoulder injury too. I, I think he had surgery on it, which I know was a concern for them at the beginning of the season. But I mean, I, they need to start figuring it out. I mean, their offense, while they got, while they got it done this week, it was, the final score was 20 to 12, I think. Yeah. You really just want to see that goes out there and slings the ball, puts up 30 plus a night and just tries to outscore their opponents. Well, you really want to see more from 
both these teams. I feel like both teams have great rosters, especially offensively. Yeah. And obviously and I mean, the Rams defensively too. I mean, they have two of the best, you know, defensive players in the league and Aaron Dahl and Jalen and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. But, I, I Tyler's mean, been disappointing. But I mean, he's missing DeAndre Hopkins and a couple no, of weapons for more. So disappointing in a team effort, but as a solo effort, I mean he he does so much on the field. Oh like, yeah. I mean, oh boy, his stats for last game. Um, one thing that's shocking is how much he throws the ball. He he went 37 for 58 last wow. game for yeah, for 300 for 314 yards, which 314 wow. yards, nothing to complain about, but with 58 throws. Yeah, under and your no belt, touchdowns. No touchdowns. Any that is nothing to be, at all. No, um, I don't believe he had an interception. Which that's just not something you want to see from a guy like Kyler Murray. I feel like his standards are held very high. You want to see him produce. And if that team's going to succeed, I mean, obviously we say it all the time. A quarterback has to succeed, has to do well for their teams to succeed. When did they get D Hop back? Uh he was After six. week seven. Yeah. Week seven. Week seven is the first game he's back, which is gonna be a big thing. Um right now, Marquise Brown is the clear wide receiver one there. He had 14 yep. catches for 140 yards. Obviously, no touchdowns because there was no touchdowns thrown in that game. But I like what I'm seeing from him so far. So let me see. I actually have to pull up the other games because for the remainder of those games, we got – or for the game after that one, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Buccaneers. Um Absolute, just terrible game. Just nothing you want to see from either one of these teams. No. And the Bucks, of- the Bucks were so injured this week. Wasn't really surprised. I don't really think it takes away from who they are as a team. Still think they're a playoff contender. Uh, Brady looks, um, he looked a little frustrated. Yeah. But I mean, with no like, with his receivers out, I mean. What do you expect? And I'm sure he's pissed losing to Rodgers because that's like really his only rival left in the league yeah. that he's had for a minute. Um, so I'm not worried about the Bucks. I don't think Green Bay's a legit team this year. Um, middle of the playoff team? Lower middle of the pack. I don't I think Green Bay's could. a playoff team. I think, I think that in that conversation, you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I, I still think with Aaron Rodgers, they're always in that conversation. They still have a good defense. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, what they're they're two and one right now, I think, right? They they won last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, Bears and Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, not if, that that's saying much beating the Bears, but no, no, absolutely not. But still, um, I feel like with the with the Bucks and a healthy team, they normally should be beating the Packers. Brady yeah, it was- has been so frustrated lately like you see him like screaming on the sideline like yelling at people he's like trying and you see him coaching people too which you love to see yeah. you don't mm-hmm. want just a player that bitches about you know all his other yeah. teammates he wants to fix something and yeah i, I don't want to spread untrue drama but i'm pretty sure i heard he's going through a divorce maybe i don't know if that's kind of affecting really? his mindset affecting his play um, but it could just be a rumor. And the thing but. is, that game was that game was close too. Like even with you know all you're saying, like if he's mentally not there with his wife and kids and stuff, and you know obviously his receivers aren't there, it was still what like a two point game. It came down to a two yeah. point conversion, which the Bucks turned it around. Yeah, and so, yeah. Lord knows if that game goes to overtime, Brady touches the ball, they're not losing the game. You would hope not, but I mean, what we see from him so far, it's scary. So, but moving on, I, just I real still quick. think the Bucks are a, a high quality team. Top. Oh, absolutely. When they're full, when they're fully healthy, um, I definitely. I mean, I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender, um, but I would say that they have a good shot, good look to make it deep into the playoffs. Yeah. So moving on, we got the uh, the Falcons and the Seahawks. Um, didn't pay too much attention to this game, but. The Falcons won. You know, Seattle's not a good team. Falcons aren't a great team either. But I, I, I think I heard either like earlier in the week that the Falcons are going through their rebuilding phase, which having Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota at your quarterback position kind of proves that. But I do like what I've been seeing from him so far. I feel like he's been giving in his all. While he may not be the best in the league, or he's definitely not the worst, but I don't think he's the best. They've been doing it. I mean, Drake London showing out. I feel like he's obviously legit. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, Drake London's legit. Kyle Pitts, we know 
is an absolute freak of an athlete. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, he finally had more than one catch. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did notice that this week. Um, Uh, Something on the Seahawks side. uh, Will I think? Yeah, Will Disley has been what seems like a comfort target for Geno Smith. Um, Mm -hmm. He's caught every ball that's been thrown to him, and he has two touchdowns in three weeks. Um, So I know you mentioned him as one of your starting tight ends last week. So we love to see that. Yeah, that's a guy that I would keep looking at, and. I mean, honestly, I don't hate Geno Smith. I think he's been doing fine filling in there. Um, but I really like Will Disley. Yeah, honestly, I think they're two they're two bad quarterbacks. But they've been playing well for their teams. Honestly, like we, no one has very high expectations for them, so seeing them do well is always good. Yeah. All right. Um, the next game, absolute shit show, was the 49ers and the Broncos. Mm, Nothing positive for this game. There's, you know, the final score is 11 to 10. The Broncos just barely squeak it out, which is something we don't want to see from either one of these teams. I mean, yeah. Jimmy G didn't look good. Russ didn't look good. I just feel like it's just two very disappointing teams. We want to see way more points on the board. We want to see, you know, some electric plays, which we mm-hmm. haven't seen from them once this season. Yeah, it's Jimmy G basically – oh, sorry, go ahead, Sin. No, I was going to say it's just sad because, like, these are big names that are going out there and like showing off for your team. And then your teams are just looking terrible. Um, especially with how much these guys are getting paid. I just, I, I would be embarrassed as a fan to be like, yeah, we spent all this money on Russell Wilson or, Oh my God, we have the highest paid backup quarterback in the league and he's still shit. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy G basically gave him a free two points by just running basically out of the stadium. Out of the end, yeah. And uh, I don't know. He's just – everyone hyped him up after week two. And, he's, I mean, he's not horrible. He's not the worst in the league. But everyone knows he's not that great. So Those those are things as the veteran quarterback you shouldn't be doing, especially in a game like that where you really need the win there, especially against the Broncos. Yeah, I like it. Hopefully not. So, moving on to the last game of the week, it was the Cowboys and Giants, which very slow first half. I remember I, – I actually couldn't watch this game. I was, I was gone for the night. But um, I remember coming, or I remember coming back around halftime, or checking the score and seeing it was like I think it was six to three or nine to three or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure what happened afterwards. But one note that I can take away from this is that the cow, dude, the Cowboys have not been doing terrible. We thought that after Dak went out, that the Cowboys were just going to go very downhill. But they have two two wins under the belt now. Yeah, dude, Cooper what? Two and Cooper rushes yeah. two and zero. Oh. Yeah, Cooper, you know. Good for him. I always love to see, you know, quarterbacks filling in and popping off. So, mm-hmm. and it's funny how Ceedee Lamb looks better without Dak Prescott and with yeah. Rush. It's funny how that works. Mm-hmm. But so hopefully we see more from them coming forward. I, I do still like the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones sucks. Love Saquon. <laughs> uh, I think Sterling Shepard left that game with an injury too, right? ACL. He's done for the year. Actually, he's, oh, it was ACL. I did not mm-hmm. get the. I did not get the How injury old report is that, on that man. I don't know, but I I just feel so bad, dude, because he's had so many injuries, and he's good when he's on the field. He's, but he's a very good wide receiver. Yeah, like I would have, I would, I would love to see him on like another team, but with that ACL injury, it, it might be the end for him. I feel. Yeah, unfortunately, Kenny Galladay way overpaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He sucks. Another dude. How old is he? <laughs> uh, not super old, I don't think. But I feel like Galladay's been in the league for forever. Yeah. Dude, I think he came into the league at like 24 also, which didn't help. Oh, okay. Like he was old. Well, I remember on the Lions. I, I, I think he was did well on the Lions, like, you know, when he was there, what, yeah. two, two or three years ago? Yeah. I mean, he's a deep threat guy, pretty sure. And Stafford and Shoney, he's got a good arm. So that was probably because of Stafford, but. Yeah, so time to get into the talk that we all love to talk about. Our weekly takes for the fantasy matchups, the people that you guys want to start, the people that you might want to bench, the people you might, you know, you should fade, some favorable matchups, and just, you know, overall the people that we think are going to have a good week. So we're going to start out with quarterbacks again, as we usually do. And I'll give, I guess, my first two takes. I'm going to say Joe Burrow and Jared Goff. Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Goff is playing. Uh, I was looking at it earlier. The Seahawks. 
which I feel like the Lions take that game against the Seahawks. And, I mean, I feel like, you know, Swift is out, which I think hurts their passing game a bit. But I still like taking Goff in this game. I think, that, you know, the Seahawks, their defense isn't horrible, but I can see, you know, Goff slinging over them. And then Burrow against the Dolphins, I think that's just – that's a matchup that you should start. I mean, I remember seeing posts about it, everyone hyping up, like, the – uh the two the two Burrow game back from college when Alabama played um, LSU, you know uh, it was it was two one Waddle against Burrow and Jamar. I just think this is going to be an electric matchup. I could, I say it's going to be high scoring, but we know how these games games tend to be, where they tend to be like middle of the pack and scoring wise. But I'm I'm hoping to see a big show out from both those teams. So. <clears throat> Yeah, I was a little upset when you said Joe Burrow because that was my guy that I actually <laughs> had for a start of the week. But um, you, so you already kind of touched on him, but obviously a good matchup versus Miami. And then I also had Geno Smith. If, you know, you're looking for like a very deep guy that you might have to start, maybe you're in a super flex or something like that. But Geno Smith, he threw for over 300 yards. Um, you know, he's had a decent connection. I mean, Stin brought it up. Will Disley is that guy. Uh, and then, yes, sir. you know, Tyler Lockett and DK are still there. So he's got good weapons. And let's just face it, this team is always going to be coming from behind. Uh, pause. But it's like he's going to have to pass the ball. And he's going to have to put up a lot of yards if they want to win. So I think Geno Smith could be an option for you if need be. So Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I um, I got Kyler Murray this week. I think – I think God, he's going to have two so. rushing touch. I think he's got two rushing touchdowns this week. Yeah, let's um, see who are the cards playing this week. I was just looking there. Uh, Carolina. This. Carolina. Yeah. No, it's a great. And, uh, Connor, ah, he's so good when he's not hurt. But I, I don't know. I, he's questionable. I think he's been dealing with some ankle stuff. Um, yeah, he is. I, he played knee, last week, but he wasn't a that knee good. injury. Yeah, disappointing last week, came out early. Um, probably still going to be a little bit tender. I was actually thinking of benching him this week, uh, and I'll talk about some of the running backs I want to play over him. But I got Kyler Murray this week. I think he's going to have a really good week. And um, honestly, I think Denver's playing Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I Big divisional matchup there. I think, I think Russell Wilson – might finally have a really good week. You know what? It's completely <laughs> out there. It's completely out there, but you know what? I hope down. so. I mark hope me down. Country. I think this Let's is Russell ride. Wilson's re- week, and I'm gonna ride him with Broncos country. That's the third. Whoa, right there. whoa. Um, <laughs> right, actually, so yeah, if, you, if you let me slip right into running back, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. Jump right into so it. So in one league, I've got. Uh, James Conner and Javante Williams as my running backs um, with only one flex position. And I've got Brees Hall on my bench. Man has been the definition of consistency. Yeah. I, like, I'm on bench. Super, well. super consistent. It, hasn't gotten into the end zone. They're playing Pittsburgh this week. I think he's got a great chance. Shout out the Jets. Another win this week against <laughs> Pittsburgh. I think <laughs> Brees Hall is getting into the end zone. So I'm, I'm starting Brees Hall in that league. Um, and then someone who I've just been really high on every week. Um, he didn't perform super well the last two weeks, Javante Williams. Um, he just gets so many attempts, uh, both uh, receiving and rushing. Um, and for him to not have gotten into the end zone yet again, seems kind of weird. Uh, and them playing Las Vegas, I think he's just got great upside this week. I like it. So for my two running backs, I went with two two picks that we've seen a little bit of mostly last week because I, I I mentioned one of these guys earlier. I picked uh, Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams. So oh, Jamal Williams is going to be one of the sole running backs in that Detroit offense this week, and I feel like he's going to be getting a lot of volume. And that's just a, he has big shoes to fill with you know Swift being out, but I think with his showouts in the last couple of weeks, he's been getting a lot of the goal line work, and I think I think he has the dog in him to you know have a great performance this week. I picked him up off the waiver wire in one of my leagues because I couldn't get Khalil Herbert. So I'm hoping he's going to have a great week. And then Khalil Herbert, we, we touched on it earlier, had a phenomenal week last week. I mean, 20 rushes, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. That's like that's an elite performance right there. That's no. something and that – You just hope he, he does it again and just keeps producing. 
Yeah, I mean, I, do I see him doing that well again? No. I mean, I, I think he had like 30 or 31 fantasy points, which is very unlikely to repeat itself. But I think with how Justin Fields is struggling to throw the ball, he's going to be getting a lot of touches. So, very high on those yeah. two players. Um, a little bit upset because literally the two guys that I had, you guys each chose oh. uh, one of them. So, I did have Brees Hall as the start of the week and stayed to talk a little bit about him. But one more thing that I would like to bring up is he finally passed Michael Carter in snaps. So, he was above 50% snap share more than Michael Carter, which the first couple weeks of the year, Michael Carter really dominated the snap share. So I think that's a very good sign for him. And with Joe Flacco at quarterback, I'm pretty sure for the Jets, like he's just a check down machine. He's literally getting targets of like top tier receivers has multiple games of double digit targets, which is insane for a running back. So if he can, like Stin said, get in the end zone, continues to get those targets. And we start seeing more of maybe a 55, 45, 60, 40 split with uh, you know him and Michael Carter, then I think he could be really good running back. Um, I did have Jamal Williams also. I'm not even going to talk about him, though, because obviously Steve already did. A uh, guy that I quickly looked at, though, obviously you're starting this guy. Had a very slow start to the year. I think Austin Eckler finally has a very good week. Uh, he plays Houston. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, he plays Houston. So hopefully the Chargers can finally play good, finally get a lead. Maybe Keenan Allen will come back, which will help the offense. And – uh, yeah, I hope Austin Eckler has a good week, but I think yeah. he will. So. I, I think that's someone that we all hope does well because when someone goes mm-hmm. in the first round like that, I mean, I think, Cam, you, you actually touched on it in, in a podcast. Uh, it was on the first episode, the second episode, when we were talking about his struggles, and it's that we don't see him getting that 20 touchdown year like he had last year. Exactly. You know, do we expect more from him than what he has provided so far? Absolutely. Like, he was going, I think, between – the number three pick, like the number six pick in most leagues, he was right around that range, maybe seven. But that's just someone that I, I didn't, I didn't touch in any of my leagues. I didn't really get an opportunity to draft them, but that was someone I was more favored towards fading. Yeah. So uh, one one other thing uh, I just want to throw in there: someone that had a really good week this week, uh, Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, his production went way up this week. Uh, he saw a lot more. Uh, a lot more targets. Uh, not a guy that I think is a start every week, but definitely someone that you could look for, uh, especially in some of the Bills' tougher games. It looks like they're putting the ball on the ground a little bit more. So Yeah. Um, one thing I just want to actually touch upon, because I, I, I forgot to mention it earlier when we were talking about the Titans, but uh, Derrick Henry had five catches this week, and he had zero True. last week, and they won. So that's something that I think if he's getting more receiving, you know, receiving value, his stock's going up. Like, that is something that, you know, that obviously in a PPR league, which I, f- I feel like is pretty standard now, you see, you know, a, a running back at his caliber, even getting those five catches. But this is, like, one of his breakout weeks or his first big game of the season, and it was off those five catches. So yeah. that's something to look forward to, you know, going to the future. But um, so for my wide receivers, I have kind of a riskier pick, but someone I like. And then someone I, I, I just think we all like is um, first off is going to be uh, Williams. What's his first name on the Chargers? I can Mike. I always drop blanks. Yeah, yeah, Mike Williams. Jesus Christ. But um, Mike Williams. I mean, I, I kind of I, I feel like Keenan Allen's still kind of iffy. Keenan Allen's also in the past has, has been an injury prone player. Yeah. But I feel like with the match against the Texans, I can see a big performance. We obviously last week against the Jaguars we saw a shit show of an offense for the chargers. You know, we, I feel like Justin, I feel like Justin Herbert's fighting off that injury right now, which is not a good sign, but it, I feel like he's going to be looking for, you know, one of his best wide receivers on the team, depending on where Keenan Allen's at. But I had Mike Williams and then Drake London. I mean, we talked we touched on him earlier, just absolute monster. He's been showing out for that offense and it's been the clear number one for reception so far. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, actually, I have a third one, just because I want to talk about him, was uh, Christian Olave. Chris Olave. Olave. Olave has been getting 14 targets the last couple games. He has been one of the clear number ones. That's someone that I think he, he's riding my flex right now, but I could see him moving up to, you know, wide receiver two potential. Mm-hmm. 
I'll shoot my right receivers out now. And, and uh, once again, one of my guys did get mentioned. So it's all good, I guess. But I also had Chris Olave just off the pure fact that he's had two weeks in a row with 13 targets. Jameis Winston yeah. loves to throw the ball, whether it's to the defensive player or the offensive player. Um, and Olave has just been one of the be- better rookies. Him and Garrett Wilson have both performed very well. So I like Olave this week. They play Minnesota. If Minnesota plays well, then they'll have to pass the ball a lot as well. So, uh, and then my other guys, Gabe Davis versus Baltimore. Baltimore, love that. There, it's like like it's a good defense, Baltimore, but they give up so many points, specifically to the receivers in fantasy football. And I think Gabe Davis is gonna look to have him. hopefully a touchdown this week. I mean, he's obviously a touchdown machine, and um, he was a little bit banged up, so he didn't have as good of a week. But hopefully, he's able to heal up a little bit before this game and has a good week versus Baltimore. So those are my two guys. Yeah, um, I love Amari Cooper this week. Big game from him last week. I yeah. mean, with Jacoby, I, I like when I was thinking about Deshaun Watson's suspension, I did not realize that Jacoby Brissett was the backup. But I feel like for that team, he has been doing his job so far. You know, he's yeah. not a stud, he's not a stud quarterback, but that's someone that obviously, you know, when he's back up for the Patriots, everyone got really high on him. He went to the Colts and he did about average, and he's doing I'd say honestly above average for what most people thought he was going to do this season. Yeah. And then the only other guy, um, someone that you likely could steal off waivers um, depending on how deep your league is, but um, McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie, Mm -hmm. I've always been very high on him Um, going into Baltimore. They have a pretty good defense. So maybe Diggs doesn't get as many. I mean, he's going to get his load. Like he's going to get a lot of the targets. Pause. But, but um, um, I think like Marlon Humphrey. He's got. Uh, he's got. No, sorry. No, no, no. Keep on talking. I cut you off. I was just gonna say he's got two touchdowns this year already. Allen isn't afraid to throw the ball to him, uh, and he's he's a sneaky guy that you know he's not always on the radar. It's not like oh he's gonna be the guy that ruins us this week, um, but. I mean, he's getting a lot of targets or a good amount of targets, I should say. Maybe not a lot. Uh, he did rush once last week and he's getting touchdowns. So I, I think I think he's a good flex. He's a good flex, not a you know, wide receiver one or two. Yeah, I like it. A, a really solid option in the flex. And I think he produces a lot in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, is that um, Marlon Humphrey is going to be the corner that's going to be covering Stephon Diggs because – as we mentioned last week, Stefan Diggs is one of the elite is one of the most elite wide receivers in the league, and oh, Marlon dude. Humphrey's up there for one, not the most elite you know cornerback in the league, but he's the number one cornerback on that league. He's a great guy to have covering Stefan Diggs, and I think that's going to open up you know Chris Davis and as you just said, um, uh, McKenzie. So, got some tight ends to end this up, or yeah, well, uh, you want to go first, Cam? I had McKenzie first touchdown uh, last Ooh. week. So, oh, okay. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll start it off with some tight ends. Um, the guys that I chose are, I, I feel like I kind of, kind of, you know, just chose guys that you're obviously starting in fantasy football just because tight end is such a, you know, scarce position in fantasy that if you have a guy like that's a top 12 guy, you're going to start him. But guys that I think are going to do good, Kyle Pitts versus Cleveland, he did do a lot better this last week. Yep, Five like catches that. for 80-something yards, something like that. I think he's only going to go out from there, um, especially now that you know um, Drake London is playing really well. I think he might garner more attention, which would free up some space for Kyle Pitts. So hopefully he does good this week and the rest of the season. And then my other guy, a guy that's kind of forgotten, a guy that has missed time so far, but a guy that usually is a top-tier receiver or tight end, not only in the league, but in fantasy football is George Kittle. They're playing the Rams. And the only reason I pick this is because I know that him and Jimmy Garoppolo do have pretty good chemistry. He was a little bit banged up coming into the game last week, so I think he just didn't get his usual targets and stuff like that. Um, but I think they're going to be down this game. They're going to have to throw to try to stay in it. So I think George Kittle um, is always going to be a top-10 option, but hopefully he can get back into that like top-5 tight end option. for Yeah, so. I mean, that, that's someone that we always want to see more production from. Their offense has just not been moving well right now. I mean, yeah. with Jimmy Garoppolo there, I, I I said Kittle was you know my favorite tight end for you know last week, and that offense just had ten points like total, 
Jimmy Garoppolo has not been playing well. We hope to see that bounce back. And I feel like in the past, he's always favored Kittle and Debo, yeah. obviously. But, I mean, lethal offense. Hope to see more from both those guys personally. But uh, I'll hop into my tight ends real quick. Um, I had TJ Hawkinson as one of my number ones. Just because I know Amon Ross St. Brown suffered, a, like, I think a minor injury like last week. He's still cleared to play this week. But I feel like given his status for the injury, which we'll get a, a full report on Friday, is um, TJ Hawkinson is going to be like one of their only receiving threats at that point. And Swift, because Swift is yeah. a receiving back. So if he's out, those are some targets that are freed up. So Yeah, so I think targets free up. They start going to Hawkinson this week. And then my last one, actually, I was looking at some stats earlier. I'm going to pull them up right now. Was uh, Tyler Higby because he's been good. Let's see. Let me pull up the exact numbers because I actually want to mention it. I feel like he's, in general, he's been doing pretty well for the Rams considering. Like, their offense hasn't been clicking. But, yeah, yeah, here. So, we got – he's been he's been doing consistent, but he's been – we actually saw less targets last week. That I did not realize. He, had, he went four for four last week for 61 yards, which, considering he didn't have a touchdown, he threw a touchdown to one of those. That's a great week from a tight end. Uh, week two – he had 14 points off uh, seven receptions for nine targets, 71 yards. And then week one was a little bit scary for him with 11 targets and only five receptions. But I feel like he's someone that the offense should start targeting more. They don't want to just target Cooper Cup. Cam Akers and Daniel Henderson looking kind of shaky. So that's someone I think is going to have a good game against San Fran. Hopefully it's a higher scoring game. Or not higher scoring, but I see it being about an average game. Will Disley yeah, um, what? I said Will Disley. <laughs> well, I got one guy over him. Uh, Dalton Schultz coming back. Um, I mean, it's no surprise. Tight ends are some of the easiest players to throw to. Uh, I think Cooper Rush puts the ball in his hands at least a couple times. Uh, obviously a touchdown dependent kind of guy, but uh, he took a week off. He had a little bit of a sprain in the Cincinnati game. He looked really great against Tampa Bay. Um I, I don't think Washington is a, a team that you should be scared of. I think uh, I think Dallin Schultz has a really huge upside this week. Uh, and then, yes, Will Disley. Because yes. that is a guy, you can go on waivers, you can steal him. Um, he's not going to be a every week type of guy, or maybe he will be. We can see how the season goes. He's ranked 11 right now. He's averaging 9.2 points a game. He's getting targets. He's catching those targets, and he's getting in the end zone. So if you are scraping for a tight end, he's someone, maybe you're on a bye week, you know, maybe your tight end gets injured. Will Disley, he's my guy this year. He's not great, but he is someone that will get the job done. And I honestly hope he has a really good season. I actually just picked him up in one of my leagues. So you're a joke. <laughs> well, it, it's crazy, actually. I think I just saw he has less than like a 1%, like, um, rostering for fantasy, which I mean, he's the position rank 11 right now, and he so hasn't dropped I, a single ball and he's got two touchdowns. Love like, that. You really can't ask for more. Love that. So, no. that's all we have time for I'm this mad. week, guys. We didn't get into the uh game for this coming week. You know, hopefully, in the future, we can start you know narrowing down the time that we spend recapping the games, but there's just so much to talk about. So, thank you guys for listening. Come back next yeah. week. Go check out the other podcasts we have on this channel. I'm pretty sure we posted some college football content on Friday. If you guys are interested in hearing anything about that. And, yeah, come back next week. and I'll see you guys soon. Have a good one. Peace out. Yeah.